Come on. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right. David, are you ready? Absolutely. I'm ready when you are. I am ready. The people are ready. Let's go. Welcome to Money Savage Engage. This is George Grumbacher. Dr. David Arrington is an executive leadership coach helping executives realize their vision and create sustainable change. And he is the author of Promotable, How to Demonstrate Your Value, Highlight Your Potential, and Land Your Next Promotion. I'm excited to have you on. David, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Well, personal life is simple. I've got uh, a wife, been married for 23, coming up, I think on 24 years this year. Nice. Uh, I've got three great kids, uh, two of which are 20, and we've got a 15-year-old. Uh, and I say 20, you know, they're not twins, but one's 21, the other's 20. Um, and I, that my, I do everything for them. So everything, when you ask, you know, why I do what I do, uh, the everything I do is to make their lives awesome. Um, and if you were asking why, how I got into coaching, well, um, I had been doing it for a while when I was in the nonprofit space. And, uh, once I left the nonprofit space, it seemed the natural next step. So I started doing it full time. It's been about seven years now. And I love to see the before and after of working with clients. I love to see the, the state they're in. And then within a couple of months of working with me, they're completely back to uh, a state of less confusion, less overwhelm. Um, they're far less frayed and far less hurried. They're able to take their time, think through important decisions and respond instead of react. That's why well, I certainly appreciate that. So I'm, 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 I'm curious. I can imagine how rewarding it, it is to, to meet somebody in the state where they just don't feel like they're living the life that they want and then get them to a place where they're on track. It, do you see through lines where people have to be? Is it like I've hit rock bottom or like where what what state of mind does somebody need to be in to actually make change as a grown up? Oh, that's a great question. And so when it comes to organizations, and then I'll deal with it from an organizational and a personal Perfect. perspective, and I guess the answer is going to be pretty much what I've seen is that people make those good decisions to seek help when they're at a point of desperation, when they're like, something's got to give. And I think it's a big part of our culture where we don't ask for help because we think it's cheating. And we see all of the motivational post the cat poster, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> sure. different, you know, statements. We see those and we think that we're supposed to be able to do all of this by ourselves. We're supposed to grind and hustle and work 28 hours a day, 12 days a week. And it's not until you kind of run into a wall where you've been doing that for a while and you reach out and you're like, something has to give. That's when I, you ask for someone to come along and help you. And what I've found is that 
once they realize they need help, they also realize that they probably couldn't have effectively accomplished what they were trying to do in the time frame they were trying to do it without help. So they wanted to, um, what, what ends up happening is they reach out when they realize that what they're doing is of such importance, it's such an awesome project, it's something so big and has such a great impact that they know they need help and then I'm able to help them not only achieve success at work, but also achieve success at home. Because when I work with people, it's always holistic. I want to make sure you succeed both at home and at work. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. And and I, I think that you're right. Our society does really glamorize as kind of a hustle, work hard, I, I guess, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, or mm-hmm. I can be a billionaire entrepreneur on my own. But if you were to ask billionaire entrepreneurs and they would absolutely say no there's zero chance you can do it on your own you need help from as many different people as possible so it's kind of funny absolutely absolutely (laughs) and but that's just like you said that's just the culture we're in and it has been glorified to the point of i think it's it's to the point where it's it's detrimental at this point because people that buy into that never really seek the help that they need to achieve the goals and the dreams and then they feel like they're a failure when in actuality they they weren't able to achieve those goals because they never asked for help from the right people. Yeah, yeah. It is a it is an interesting and dynamic time that 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 we are living in. So I certainly I certainly see that there's an immense need for 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 what it is you're talking about. Now, what what was it that motivated you to put pen to paper uh, to 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 write promotable? What what was the problem that 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 you saw? That's a great question. Um, And people ask me, and it kind of just happened. It wasn't like I sat down and said, I want to tackle the the upcoming (laughs) promotion crisis that we're going to face. It didn't happen that way. There was no stroke of genius. There was no, I've got to write this. I just started writing a blog post and it turned into this mammoth blog post. And then as I was doing the research for it, and I had just picked up another client who was having similar issues, uh, I had realized I was hearing echoes of my dad saying things from when he was frustrated at work years and years ago. So I think it was more of a confluence of all of these things. And I had just started writing that I said, wow, there's something here. And a funny thing is my wife was like, David, this is your book. Nice. So it, it wasn't even me saying, I'm, this is going to be a book. I'm going to write this book. She said, nope, this is your book. And so then we went on the process of, you know, taking it from this mammoth blog post to actually something that was more conversational uh, and more engaging and more of a, you know, book slash workbook, because I wanted it to feel like you were sitting with me over coffee and we were just shooting the breeze. And uh, that took a little bit more effort. And it was a lot of fun, actually. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm certainly, I'm sure that it is quite a process, and and good good for you and good for your wife that uh, you guys put your heads together and you said, you know what, this is a lot more than a blog post, actually. So I, I appreciate yeah. that. So, you know, it we find ourselves in this time where when you open up social media, you see everybody's greatest hits, and you see mm-hmm. that everybody's lead, leading these amazing lives, mm-hmm. and at, at the same time. People are feeling, I think, more disconnected and alone. And so I don't know exactly where I'm going with this other than the 
the second half of the book title is how do you demonstrate your value? So I think mm-hmm. I think that there's a lot of people out there that really struggle with that. And I, I, I'm reticent to say how do you express your authentic, authentic self. I think that demonstrate your value is, is probably better. So so t- tell me a little bit about that. So fundamentally, what you were talking about is showmanship, not value. Hmm. So everyone puts on a good face on social media because that's fundamentally where we lie to the world about how awesome we are. <laughs> and um, because most of life is not those big punctuated moments when your hair is perfect and your makeup's perfect <laughs> and you're, you're, you know, looking at a sunset and you're crying. That, that's not life. That's just, it's, it's a moment. And most of the moments are staged. So when it comes to demonstrating your value from the perspective of uh, the perspective of becoming promotable, it's how do you not only Go after, but convince the people who are going to make the decision that you're the right person for the promotion. And there are a number of ways I talk about in the book. One that jumps out at me is uh, simply demonstrating your value. Here's a 200 IQ question you bring up in the book. Ask your boss what their goals are. One of the uh, Amazon reviews on, uh, well, obviously on Amazon, right, Uh, said that, you know, I used one of David's questions and she didn't go on to it because she actually interviewed me on her podcast. She was like, I told them this and they were blown away. They thought about it. I was like, I was a different person. I was like, exactly. Because what you just did was you stepped out of the rank and role of someone that needs to be managed to someone who can think beyond their role. Hmm. And when you can demonstrate that consistently to your superiors and other team members, people naturally start to see you as someone who can add greater value versus someone who's just here to get a paycheck. Because with your ambition for that job, you you have to demonstrate value or else your ambition will never be met. You'll never get there because there's going to be someone else who's got ambition. There's going to be someone else who's excited about a position who wants to get it, who may know someone. And unless you demonstrate that you are the obvious choice for this job by day in and day out, showing everyone by the way you ask for and then implement feedback, because that's another huge thing, right? The way you understand where things are in your boss's priorities, the way you keep your skills upgraded and make sure that you're not working on information and ideas that are obsolete and 10 years ago, right? Or even a year ago, which in some in some sure. industries is way too old, right? You're the kind of person that's that go-to expert, but not just a subject matter expert, but someone who can lead people. Because if you're going to be promoted, leadership is going to play a bigger and bigger role the higher you go up the org chart. Yeah, there's no doubt. So, a word that's sort of jumping out at me as as I'm listening is intentionality. So yes. you need to be yep. intentional, figuring out why you are the right person for this. Mm-hmm. And then to so that's that's sort of the fundamental question, right? But then it's mm-hmm. a matter of you know why do you really want this promotion in the first place? Oh yeah, and I deal with that in the book. I I talk about that because most people want it, but they don't know why they want it. Right. And you have to be careful what you wish for. You can ask for, and you can get the job. And that's where this thing called the Peter Principle comes in. Most people have seen the Peter Principle in action. It's where people rise to the point of their ineptitude, and there they fail. Hmm. Every one of those instances, I guarantee, I would bet folding money that they didn't expect to fail in that job. 
They thought this job was going to be just the next stepping stone to the, their corner office C-suite life, right? And they failed because they didn't understand why they wanted it. They didn't understand what the position needed. They didn't understand anything except that they wanted it. So before you recognize or before you go after that position, you've got to step back and answer a few questions about your motivation. And the, here's the thing. If you want the job, you've got a motivation. The question is, what's behind it? So once you get the job, now what? Can you actually do this? Is it a stretch? Are you prepared to grow? I worked with one uh, guy, I think I tell the story in the book, I'm almost positive I do, but I worked with one guy years ago and he felt he was the cat's meow. He was done growing. Uh, he clearly had deficiencies, but he didn't see them. <laughs> and he Peter principled himself out of that role where he was my boss in 18 months. So it happens and you just have to be aware of why you want it. And is this something you want? Do you really want the the promotion or do you just want the perks of the promotion? So, you know, that's it's definitely a a think a thought question that we need to wrestle with before we start going after the promotion that is, you know, that that glittering shiny object in the distance because think about it. If you're a great technician, the higher up you go, the less and less of a technician you're going to be. And that's what people don't get. If you love doing what you do and you're, you know, the thing you do, oh man, this is, I could do this forever. That promotion is going to take you one step further away from that. And then the next one will do the same thing. And soon you'll look up and you may be unfulfilled because you're no longer doing the thing that was fulfilling you. Yeah. Careful what you wish for, right? Yep. And that is a, that's a, a, a timeless term right there, but I, I can point to uh, uh, certainly a, a time, maybe not early in, in my career, but earlier in my career where where I made the decision to, 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 to go into a management role, and it's because I wanted to do that, mm-hmm. but I didn't ask myself deeper questions or, 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 or move past the, which is what you've just described, yeah, that's something I want. Well, why? What will my life really look like if I yep. am successful in that role? And you and I don't have time, really, to to be, which is what you sort of mentioned. You know, this is going to take you years in a different direction, potentially. Yeah, absolutely. And you touched on something, and I just want to highlight it. What will my life look like if I get this promotion? Mm-hmm. Because it's not just the work side where you can fail. If this promotion is taking you away from home or it's it's you've got longer hours, how is that going to impact your home life? How is it going to impact your family, your your significant other? You've got to think about this promotion, not just from a dollars and cents perspective, not just from a position perspective, not just from an ego perspective, but from a holistic perspective where you can say, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. I've talked to my wife or I've talked to my significant other. I've talked to my husband and I'm good with what this requires of me and I'm willing to to go on this path. Often enough, that's not the case. We don't ask the tougher questions because we just want what we want. Yeah, and that's a that's a pretty mature conversation to be able to have with yourself. Um, and obviously, <laughs> yeah. you know, the, the value that you bring to people as a coach, the value that a mentor or an engaged parent brings is to be able to hopefully have those pretty serious kinds of conversations to ask those questions. Not to say that if anybody had sat down with me when I was, you know, 28 years old or however old I was at that time that I would have listened because I probably wouldn't have, but uh, it's so important to be able to, to have real conversations about 
those tough questions with somebody who's outside of the situation. Absolutely. And that's like you said, that's what I bring to the table for my clients. I get to ask them the tough questions that they're avoiding. And you can always tell when someone's been avoiding a question, actively avoiding a question when they groan, when you bring it up, (laughs) Uh, because it's like the elephant in the room. You're like, okay, so let's just talk about it. You're like, oh God, I've been, I didn't want to, I didn't want to answer this question. I don't want to talk about it, but you have to, because if you don't, you make decisions based on misinformation, disinformation, or no information. And those, I mean, that's just basically, you know, rolling the dice at that point, whether there will be success at the end of this path. Uh, but all, more often than not, it's it's far less of an enjoyable ride when you haven't asked the tough questions. It's better to ask the tough questions and switch gears and say, well, maybe I don't even want to be at this company anymore and start looking for a different role there or to do other things or just say, you know what, I'm exactly fine. Maybe all I really want is a raise instead of a promotion. So then all of those answers come in to provide you a better picture of what you want, the lifestyle you want to enjoy and how you want to move forward. But without asking tough questions, you get the easy answers, which are often they're cheats. They're not the one, they're not the real answers that are going to help you make progress. Yeah, I think that's the easy answers are cheats for sure. And, you know, I, I can really see um, in myself some of the decisions that, that I made were so emotional, more so than they were logical and well thought out. So I imagine that you run into that all the time also. <laughs> well, yeah, we all make emotional decisions. I mean, I mean, that's 90% of the decisions we make, right? But when just dovetailing on that at 28, yeah, it was all emotion because you thought you could take over the world. And Mm -hmm. I remember being 28 and I was never wrong, but I clearly (laughs) now look back and say, wow, if I could go back and talk to 28 year old me, we'd have a tough conversation. And I don't even know if I'd listen to me because it's, it's just that age where you think you can do everything and you're going to tackle the world and you've got all the time in the world ahead of you. But emotional decisions play a big role in the the direction we choose. And when I'm working with my clients, I allow them to vent the emotion I, because it's there. You're human. You need to. But once we get past the emotion, then we can step into, OK, now that that's done, what do we need to do? What do you need to do? How do we need to move forward? And what are some ways we can get you there? What's the path look like for you going from here to there because everyone's path is going to look a little different. Everyone's going to have different desires, they're going to have different priorities. So the question is once we get past the emotion, how can we one effect change, make change, long-term lasting change and two hit the targets that you've set out for yourself, whether it's a promotion, uh, whether it's growing your business, whatever it is, whatever that target is, how do we hit it? Yeah, I got it. Got to put a plan together. Yeah, it all. No plan means no success. Just yeah. there's just no joy at the end of that that road. I, I love it. Well, David, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? How can they engage with you? Where can they get a copy of the book? They can get a copy of the book if you go to ArringtonCoaching.com. There'll be a you know it'll be a ribbon at the top. You'll see it. it's right there on the homepage. Copy of the book's right there, and uh, once you do get a copy of the book and here just for Savage Nation folks. If you go to arringtoncoaching.com slash promotable dash book, 
you get all of the free resources that are mentioned in the book. So while I want you to grab the book, because it is going to be, it's it's awesome, and it's going to be very helpful, you can also just get the resources, which are epic as well. So I do what I can, because some people don't want to spend the $3.99 or whatever it is, or can't spend it right now, so that's cool. They're all the resources as well at ErringtonCoaching.com. Perfect. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show David your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to ErringtonCoaching.com and check out all the resources that are free, but also pick up a copy of the book. Um, I know that I I read it and it's excellent, so I encourage you to do so, and I will list all that in the notes of the show. Thank you again, David. Thanks so much, George. It's been a pleasure. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together.